0: on episode three which i called all hell broke loose like when all hell broke loose how did what ladies sidebar what did we think of brad's large penis for a white man he had a very large penis for a white man i was surprised i'm phased. i do not know that white men had penises that big guys yeah. i kind of missed it
1: and i didn't Bothered to rewind? <laughs> now I'm sad. You're sad. No, you must rewind? You missed that. You must go back and rewind and rewatch. <laughs> go
2: back. Go back. And go back. <laughs> the drama that's unfolding on Twitter over that one scene.
1: Like I kind of I got the sense because I saw him turn, but I didn't pay attention. And then I saw Cooper like lose his mind. Like he was just like, "Oh, looks like, super defeated." And everyone has been defeated. speaking about it. He was defeated. Cooper, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. So, but I didn't see the thing. I, I need to go back,
2: guys. There's like this TikTok that I saw this afternoon of this guy. Um, that somebody said to him, go and watch season episode three, and like they gave like the exact time frame of what he was going to watch. This guy did a whole minute video talking <laughs> about. It. I cannot believe that somebody is walking around with, and I'm just like, there's no. This is this a real thing?
0: <laughs> Hi, ladies. Yes. Hi. I think just to respond to that from experience white guys are quite gifted. Okay. Awesome. <laughs>
1: <I>, okay, girl. Girl. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. Let me come in with that one
0: <laughs> from which country? From which part of the country? No, I I haven't I haven't actually watched so I have had very little input so far. I'm just kind of taking it in in preparation for watching the series myself. But uh, just on that one, it like well, South African, African <laughs> South African, yeah. Uh, please provide GPS coordinates. Um, just the provide, source of oh, the source, because <laughs> <laughs> in my experience, uh, it has not been. It is not. It has not held true. It has not held true. No, when I'm they
1: very happy for her. you, Snuzzle.
0: Very happy. <laughs> 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 Perhaps I was lucky, I don't know, but that's yeah. <laughs> but
2: that's why I'm asking
1: from which country, <laughs> which country we want, to, that's <laughs> know, that's that, African, want German, to be more precise. Because girl,
3: girl want <laughs> to know they're like where location. I guess planning a trip, trip. <laughs> a trip post postman July
0: No, um thank you, Sinazo, for your point. Um we were, we look forward to the GPS coordinates um because um in my experience yet again what they've lacked in um talents in terms of endowment, they do are but it's manga, shame.
3: The makeup for it in
0: enthusiasm. Yeah, it's manga. No shame. It's manga, enthusiasm, <laughs> like... <laughs> so...
3: <laughs> so, like... For me, the scene with... Um, the scene with um, Brad's penis... I don't think I spend too much time thinking about Brad's penis as much as I spend time thinking about Cooper, thinking about Brad's penis. The man was broken. <laughs> That's brilliant. It broke him. <laughs> like you already saw this guy's like swag, big dick energy all over the place. And then he gets there and he's like at the gym hitting it. He's got the body. And then now you're just like, hi, Bo. And this man is a full package and even worse, he hadn't read anything about the toxicity of the relationship. So for him, this was literally the romanticization of this entire man. So it broke him. Proof
0: that size matters, guys. Even men know.
3: It matters Mm -hmm. to the men a lot more than to the women.
0: It matters to me, Like, just be honest. (laughs) But you're in the minority.
3: No, for me within a certain range, it doesn't matter. Like there's but what is the minimum there's mega. Yeah. But what is the minimum range? Somewhere in the middle. The what thing. is the minimum
2: range though? Hold on, let me see if I can remember the stat properly. Hold on, hold on. Don't
0: worry, stat properly What is the minimum range? Because we have to we have to when people say it's it doesn't matter, but what is the minimum range of qualification?
3: Mm. Well, you kind of have to look at the full dimensions <laughs> like of all the dimensions because if it's short and thin then you have a problem. Short is tough, like a little <laughs> teapot. It teapot can work. <laughs> I just thought of that my friend and I um
1: have what we call a boyfriend size. So it's like it's not huge and it's not small. It's just right, you know.
0: So you know, what what I just right is. No, I, don't, really, I don't know how big that is <laughs> no but like but there's a, there's a there's a disqualification criteria i believe there's is there's i think most women are, are have what you would call disqualification criteria and we all vary on that because obviously we vary we vary on this but like how how um upfront
1: are you guys about this because like let's say you've been vibing oh. someone for a while but haven't gotten to that point, and then you then you realize, okay hey, I like them, Now it's time for the six. Then you see the penis, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's so small." <laughs> so,
2: so maybe, oh, guys, average size is 15.2 centimeters.
1: That's
3: half, a ruler. That's half yeah. A
1: ruler.
3: Yeah, that's the size of that mm-hmm.
1: book. Yeah, that's the size of the book. Yeah, so 15 centimeters. That's average. Yes. Yeah,
2: between 13 and 15 centimeters. Um, That's big. Think, That's big. Um, east, hold on. Let me just find this thing again. I remember. Okay. So, hey, I knew I had this somewhere. So, Ecuadorians, Ecuadorians are at 17.7 centimeters, Ghanaians what? at 17.3 centimeters, and Colombians okay. at 17 centimeters. 20? The smallest. Like, wait, the who's at 20? Who's at 20? No, guys. Wait, hold on. So <laughs> Ecuadorians, Ghanaians, and Col- and Colombians are at 17 centimeters. Um DRC Aww. is at 18 centimeters. North and South mm-hmm. Korea is the smallest at 9.6 centimeters. Aww. So South African men are like a <laughs> line towards, you know, which, yeah. Before you start a
3: war, I don't want to go there. But you know. <laughs> so so once upon a time, we used to have a metric, a, a two by two metric for qualifying people. On the x-axis was size. On the y-axis was performance. So you have people who have absolutely nothing to offer, like Singapore. Yet they are thriving, like performance-wise, the GDP is off the charts. You have people like <laughs> you have people like the DRC who have all of the resources in the world, oh. yet they are doing nothing. They're living in squalor. And then you have the people in the middle. Some of them have both size and performance, and some of them have neither. Like there's no size, there's no performance. So in terms of disqualifying, so maybe what I'm saying in terms of disqualifying a person just by looking. I am a little bit more open-minded, but I'm also not beyond telling a person to stop because I'm sorry. At this point, we're looking at Burundi. There's no resources. There's no um, well, There's no GDP. There's no resources. There's no, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here.
2: <laughs> I think also one of the things that we fail to mention is a lot of the time when, when women, when we're talking about sizes, nobody like it's really spoken about the girth because I think a lot of men just think you know if it's long it's fine but there's a it has to be long and wide there has to be a you know there must be a balance here it can't just be be,
0: (laughs) I'm trying not to
3: shame here guys help me I know what you're talking about I
1: have a question is is penis shaming also body shaming
0: no, yes. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> no, Chomi. No. They take it so terribly. But hi Chomi. Hi, it's ay, 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 ay.
3: You take it so terribly, guys. You can ah. break a person.
1: I mean, I know they take it terribly, but like awesome are prefer. you so oh, are you being are you being problematic if you shame no. someone for the target of their day? no, you're not shaming no. them. Oh, and I,
2: wait, hold on, Tennessee, but I can actually I, so I did a thread a couple of years ago on micro penises. Mm-hmm. And what they did uh-huh. was on they interviewed yeah, they interviewed a bunch of men that had micropenises and that had kind of had like obviously sex with women, et cetera, et cetera. And if you read the comments from these men about how traumatic it is and how how pathetic they feel, that thing literally will break a man. It Shame. like, yeah. So I think I'll go, I'll see if I can find the thread again. But I remember I did it and I was like, yo, I didn't expect like this kind of like
3: response emotional response yeah hi right, guys i'm sorry uh, it's a disqualifying criteria for me Shame. person. there's also the 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 tact that you use in disqualifying no. a person no sometimes like, when you just i ah, ah, do this is too small we'll go home no you just say friend you you've got go a headache
0: someone you've got a headache you you're tired um you've got meetings in the morning Show
3: me that's what i, I say okay i have a headache there Are there people here trying to remember if you had a headache <laughs> no i don't believe that because
0: like, i don't think for me the reason why um it's not something you can fix and we all have preferences so in if you don't if you're not blessed but you have not perfected technique am i to blame for that trauma am i to blame that like, but you don't even give them a chance to take yeah, a show but, but, me. What are they doing with the back They're not toffering. <laughs> they're, they're not offering.
3: Like, I'm sorry. Are they not toffer-toffering? So basically, they aren't failing on the size, they're failing on the foreplay and the size. Yes, because you 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 try, like
0: you must make an effort. Like, I think that well, this is one of the things what I dislike about South African men specifically in that yo teeth. If you're not Sabbath no, Chomi, but like, people need to understand is that if you understand that Babuena, when it comes to friction, that's not your strong point. But who A, B, and C, you must be working on that part. That must be module, yeah. That must be module. Like, no, I refuse to feel bad because one of the things that this is not, remember, sex is about communication. It's about communication, so I yeah, will. People must, they must. hi like they must, they must, they must. They must like you know. They must. It's a module. They must perfect that module. They must perfect that module, and like you must try. Must be the spillion. It must be the spillion. Is does anyone else want to comment so we can let go? Brad's penis.
2: Anyway, I'm going to retweet somebody as something for the ladies if you guys are interested because I feel like w- when we talk about big and small, I think we need to discuss what's too big.
3: But I'll retweet yes. and then you guys can come. What is too big? I can't imagine Brad erect. That was a lot and he was flaccid. I know. He would kill you, Chum. <laughs> he will kill you. you he <laughs> might be smiling at the end, but he
0: like, might, might kill you. Um, no, I think there is such a thing as too big... Uh, Obviously, this is not something we've experienced.
1: Uh, I'd like to see it. Like
2: okay. <laughs> Nigeria. I'd like to, to like to travel. Guys, the such a thing is too big. And I think we underestimate. Like, there's a lot of women that complain about how painful it was. Like it's not, it's not sex is supposed to be pleasurable. So if it's if you're in pain
3: from the yeah. side, that's that's too big. But then those billion should be lube. Best look people <laughs> on different, sport. but also
0: technique. Technique yes. guys We must always talk about technique. Technique. We must always be on about technique, because I think technique is underestimated in the situation, in the situation. Let us now move on to we've covered episode three. Now we're going into episode four. How did you feel when Sasha When the dinner? Did, how did people feel about that dinner? Sasha. Sasha, Fred, Cooper, Cooper, and this girl. Like, how did think you think about that dinner? The toxicity of that dinner.
4: I it can't was, believe there was even an option. I can't believe that we actually put her husband, I, I can't believe it happened. It was unnecessary.
0: Brad was such a dick about it, though.
1: Like, he was basically. He was never going to be anything else
4: he was like oh that's I thought why it was that. a bad idea she was, she was like, like no, oh, yeah, no, why did he have to be nice to play along?
1: why did they do the
4: dinner to begin
3: with yeah no it that's the thing yeah
1: that's when Billy sort of irritating the hell out of me because like she's she's smart she's a smart woman but she's just so dumb I don't know why she thought that was a good idea. That wasn't gonna be terrible. also she couldn't even she couldn't even front at the dinner. She was a mess. Like she had no game plan. Like if you're gonna put yourself in stupid situations, at least like do your very best.
0: But also And then she went home with him. She didn't technically go home with him. He dropped her. Ah, she could have called him an
1: Uber. She called him she, and then he was like, Can I see the babies? Are you are you are you fucking kidding me? No
4: yeah that's where her character really really took it up for me as well um that's when she became part of just the entire mess
0: but also she was panicking because the things that like because remember Cooper was reading all these things so he wouldn't believe her so she was like okay like and she didn't probably think it through and yay she definitely didn't think it through
1: never because it was all a no, but but that's when my girl Sasha comes through because Sasha's told her this is a terrible idea,
2: yeah. But she didn't listen, continued. Oh my god, <gasps> she didn't listen. What's the point of having a best friend that's going to tell you, you know, like my guy, this is not a good idea, and then when you're just like, oh, it's fine, I can do it, I'm a big girl, and then then when you're caught in a situation, you don't know because she she looked like a
1: deer caught <coughs> in headlights. What's wrong? Oh no, a poor baby, friend, tongue i don't know if you guys relate to this um but watching billy i kind of it made me realize what my friends will um, stress sometimes to you and they look at me we just want to shake someone shake some sense and something you're being so stupid like you're being so dumb like why well, can't see how bad this guy is for you i don't know if anyone else related to that or that's just me
0: uh, I related it definitely because like um I had an ex where I kept going back I didn't even tell my friends half the time because you don't want the judgment sometimes sometimes you just keep quiet sometimes sometimes you must just you keep that stuff to yourself because you're like you know I don't need an I told you so moment
3: yeah I had an ex that sooner just found out now how much longer it happened it continues <laughs>
0: Please note that I've known this woman for 10 years and she only told me about this now.
3: Thank
1: you for that. That's how you
3: know it's super toxic, like when you're hiding it yes. from your friends. Yes. And that's the thing. When you you know yourself because everybody has told you, you know it, and you're not ashamed of the of the person you are to be still in this thing. So you just don't, you're judging yourself enough. You don't really want other people to tell you what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I found their tweet, retweeting, sorry. Found it. You found it on mega penises. Great, Loretta. We we appreciate your your research ability in this call is greatly appreciated. Um, The reason I want to talk about was the, the whole toxicity of X things where you don't tell people. I think... One of the things, reasons why um, I appreciate it. she Billy, even when she fucked up, she told Sasha she was like, Tommy, yay." <laughs> Sasha's like, "Don't do it, Tommy." She's like, "I've done it. I've, I've really." I've been I doing, I have done it. Done do it. Do it. No, because when I think about my toxic ex, like, nah, personally, I didn't tell my friends. I only told them, I. you don't want your friends to do that. After, 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 never before. Because when you're making that decision to be a clown, you don't really like <laughs> making that decision to be a clown.
3: let believe you make
0: the decision. <laughs> you are making a decision. You know exactly what's up. And also one of the things I shared in our group um, for the podcast was, I was reading on psychology today in terms of what explains some of our actions. So sex actually is not governed by any form of rationality. Sex is governed in, it it triggers the same chemical mindset as food. So when you crave someone, it's as if you are hungry. I think the word Sipa used earlier was you have blinkers. All you can see is eating from that thing that's all you can see. You don't, and it also explains a lot, a lot of Billy's rationality in that you can't think because you are hungry. It literally is defined as hunger. You're
1: crazy. This is so interesting for me. Like, I don't think I've ever desired someone sexually more than I liked them. So, what makes me dumb and puts the blinkers on, like the blinders on, rather, is the emotions versus like, my like my my thirst for them i think that's quite interesting but it's in the so same
0: much. but it's in the same whatsapp group so it's not the thirst. remember sex is more than emotion yeah sex is more than within <laughs> the physical act it's emotion you are craving that particular person so whatever they give you
1: dopamine okay. believe was just like there was what I mean
2: sorry Oops. Believe in episode one or episode two? I can't remember which one it was. Mentioned that she's starving. That was the that was the
0: word she used. She felt like yeah. she was starving. <laughs> yep because that's how psychologists put it. Because that's the way you can describe it. It's why it's it makes no sense to go back to someone who's hurt you. There
1: was this quote I was kind of doing around last year, like a tweet or whatever, about how sex with like a toxic person feels so great because that's the only time that you feel close to them something like that yes Mm -hmm. so they they deny you every they, they like yeah they deny you in every other way like all your other needs aren't met but then when you are intimate that's
0: when you feel like oh yes we are one yes because sex remember this is they call it making love for a reason it's 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 not i think we
1: it's not and, every occasion with the makeup it's mm. different
0: they, that's why, <laughs> that's they, what that's why they call it these different acts yeah so there's a way that feel people feel close to someone sexually because remember sex is the only time when you're completely naked with someone there's level of vulnerability and people like to underestimate you it you don't even like, have to be okay you don't, just to being being practical. you don't have to be naked yes you don't have to be naked but it's it's very intimate so feel <laughs> it's very intimate so you are exposing yourself to someone else and you are there's a level of of vulnerability involved in it and if you like them it's even worse because that's why sex with a toxic but you like them the person people say it's a toxic but you like them the bottom line is that you like them you want to be with them and that's the reality you want to be with them
1: but then called? you confuse that for like
0: a genuine yes. connection or yes, you're confusing it. because remember our brains contrary to what we belief our brains are not aligned to remember the bad things that's why when bad things happen to us trauma happens to us we tend to forget it we're not designed to remember. That's,
1: i literally think that's the whole basis on this show like billy has forgotten the bad like A lot of those flashbacks when there weren't literary dresses and sex, he was terrible. Like when she came back from the miscarriage, when he was making out with someone at the wedding, when he pretended to go see his dad and he kicked her out. Like there were so many instances where he literally just threw her out like she was trash. But now all of that's gone because they had nice sex.
0: no. No, but that's what Sasha says. She says, Sasha says, you 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 don't remember this relationship. That's what Sasha even romanticizing. You're romanticizing this relationship. I was there. Sasha's like, I, I remember Yonge Lendo. It was not what you are picturing. And even how she was retelling the story. It's, we're not designed to remember the bad things.
3: No, but it also goes back to why she ended up with Cooper to begin with. She was mm. seeing, she was only seeing the things that Brad didn't have. And she's doing the exact mm-hmm. same thing in the opposite way that she's looking at bread and only seeing the things that Cooper doesn't have. So she's not thinking about the things that she, that Cooper does have as little as that is Angela. She's not thinking about the things mm-hmm. that she is. She does like about Cooper. She's thinking about the thing that's missing. And the, and that's the only focus she has when it comes to bread, that this was amazing. What everything else was, she's not thinking about it. She wants a yeah. patch a quilt, as my mom used to say. Yes, that's the thing. She patches a quilt. And, but the thing is that that's also how we all
0: interpret things. Like I said, that's the reasons why when someone, someone actually asked how you're able to forgive someone after X, Y, Z, um, toxic thing after toxic thing. And I was like, it's because they don't remember. The people that mm-hmm. remember are your friends because they watched you. But you yourself, the person who lived through it, Doesn't actually remember, doesn't hold on to the hurt, the pain. You know that something bad happened, but you don't actually remember it because if you remembered it, you couldn't be with the person. It's like when men cheat, and this is where our example, when men cheat and a woman chooses to stay, her disdain always goes to the side or who he was cheating with. For her to remain in that relationship, she has, she can't, you can't place any of that anger in the person you are with. You actually have to transfer it out you either forget or you transfer it to some other situation. It's because of his dad. Um, that's why he's doing it. It's because his dad abandoned him. She 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 tried, she, rushed, she tried to rationalize his behavior. Instead of saying, well, this boy's a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. How are you mm-hmm. in this age and you're still blaming daddy issues? Like, and that's the thing with psychology. I think we we underestimate that aspect of someone was like, how do you go back to toxic ex?" I'm like,
1: Ugh, the only people but remember. Also there's, trauma, there's trauma bonding in that like I'm going through my own experience where I'm trying to figure out why I keep going back to this situation. And I was discussing it with my therapist. And we eventually got to the fact that like, every time we got back together after what should have been a break, like a permanent breakup, we did this little sick dance with a little toxic bonding trauma. And that, that became the nature of our relationship. And that's a pattern that we played out over and over again, where it, where any other person would have been like okay definitely leaving this. this is fucked up we would get back together and it's us against the world and whatever just this, just very unhealthy dynamic and i think that happened with brad and billy as well where they were yeah. they were bonded by the trauma that they experienced well that she was experiencing at, at, at his instance.
4: yeah do we think that Billy maybe needed to, because I'm not sure who said it, but 100% that it seems anything that's bad where she is, she wants to find that exact um, opposite of that and not then reflect on what's actually working. Does that maybe talk to Billy starting to understand what it is that she wants? Like what, because she was doing that 85, 15%, but sort of having a holistic view of what would 100% be yeah. for her, which would then take her learning her own wants and needs and desires. Because Nisipa, you're talking about um, psychology. I think there's a place in psychology where it talks around when when you get to define your your own needs then it becomes easier Mm -hmm. to to not um sort of hold on to what you you got somewhere and it seemed like it's amazing so you're gonna grab onto that one thing that's not you're gonna go try find it elsewhere because ultimately you just don't have you're just not centered in in what it is that you want
1: I think you have a point yeah I do think she's more in touch with what she needs, but she's still looking for it in the wrong place.
3: I don't think she's in touch with the whole of what she needs. She is almost childlike in looking for what she needs. Mm. Like, you yeah. have this toy, you want, that, you want that one. Like, you've got the Barbie, but you like the dress on that doll, so you're going to go and get that doll and leave the entire Barbie. And now suddenly you've got the dress, but now you want the Barbie back. And then you leave this doll and the dress and go find the Barbie. And that's literally what she's doing. But if she actually sat there and figured out what's the full package she's looking for, then I agree with Angela. She could articulate it better. She could find it better. And even with her current partner, she could be able to actually explain what it is that she's looking for. And if he can't give it to her, then she can make a decision about whether she wants to stay there or not. But it takes her knowing what that thing is, the full thing, not like, just what's missing now.
1: I got so much hope when she re-registered for school and back into her PhD program because like, okay, girl's focusing on herself because she's realizing that she's looking for these external kind of simulations, but that's not really about that. Ah, uh,
0: just for the end. <laughs> <laughs> the end uh, the end was like no because because i think it's very important to articulate so she realized two things first thing at home she needs to do something not for her not for her and that's what that's, that's an important realization because yes. I, it's a very important realization and i think brad brought it up when he was like i thought you were so passionate about school like when he said that like and she was like i'm happy with the kids but I think we all as women understand that we need to get satisfaction outside of the children and homes. we have to say we're happy with the kids. And we have to say we're happy with the kids. It's no one wants to say, bye, John, the kids are stressing me like take over. But I think it's also important that uh, when she went back, um, the ending, yeah. Yeah. The ending, I think got triggered by her friend though. It was like, are you happy? Are you satisfied? Are you satisfied?
3: But the look of horror on her face when they told her she has to stay in preschool with her child the whole day told me everything I needed to know about how happy she was about this um, being a stay-at-home mom because it looked like she was looking forward to finally having some of her time to herself. Yes, there's still the baby, but she's still a lot less to handle than a three-year-old. Take it from me, I currently have the two. But <laughs> yes, I'm currently wrangling a toddler, and a, three, a toddler and, and a baby. And the baby is starting to be a lot more work now. But at four months, he has a lot less work than the three-year-old. So she was finally looking forward to having a couple of hours to herself. Yeah. And then she gets told, no, you have to stay here the whole day. You get to bond with your child. And the other mothers are like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could. And she's just like, oh, God, why me? No,
4: no that made me so I don't have kids that, that's the disclaimer but that put me even more off is that what is that realistic I just yeah. took that as like um why would the school ever do that would it would it happen
3: uh, not at my son's school because they are very much about we need to practice healthy separation and if you start doing that that mommy stays with you then you're not setting up that dynamic that at school it's you and the teacher and the other kids at home it's you and mommy and she comes back at this time so I don't know what kind of school it would be that would cuddle the child to the point that they say their mother must stay all day okay but it would be complete horror for me as well yeah no for for sure for sure for sure for sure Thank
0: you for clarifying that. I was actually also curious myself. I was actually also curious myself. I did not know. I
3: would say no, thank you.
0: You say no, thank you. I would say no, thank you. Oh, my, my, my parents of today. I appreciate
3: the gesture, but um,
0: no. (coughs) So Uh, ladies, so ladies, what did we think about Francesca?
4: (laughs) Boss? Girl after my very own heart. She was very clear about what she wants yes uh she she, she was very clear and yeah she was clear she's not the one in the marriage um she she was out of pocket
5: though I think she was very like I don't know Yeah, it made me very upset like I don't know why I got upset because she wasn't the one that was married but I just felt like that's a bit sus. like that's that's not cool or maybe um Cooper's um reaction to Francesca that's that's actually what pissed me off like why would he do that um I don't know I found out of pocket
1: can I well I think first of all I think Sasha's the only woman with, that had a grip in this show um Francesca beautiful successful and you still want to tell this married man that whose life is a mess that you're an option for him No no, no, no. I'm going to need the girls to love themselves more.
4: Yeah, yeah. From that aspect, agreed. Like, you you know, it's sad that you would have to then position yourself as like, you. I can be your plan B. Um, Imagine. So I, I agree to that. What I did like, though, was that she seemed to, even when the incident happened, she said, you know, you, you're going to HR. Um, it, it, she didn't come across as Giving any favors to get um, Cooper's attention beyond, yeah, you know, she wanted to drink, she wanted to be out, she wanted to have a good time. It was refreshing to have a character of a powerful female not be positioned as now she is willing to sacrifice herself in some way. If I
1: mean she means. already was. She even acknowledged that she was being grossly inappropriate because she's his boss. So she had yeah. already crossed the line there.
4: And she was honest about it. Like she was aware. I I I think I like that she was she, she was sober minded. She was one of the characters that
1: were Can I, I ask you this? Yeah. I don't know if you guys watch um Grey's Anatomy but like this morning I was thinking about it and I was like I don't know what's more courage the pick me choose me Meredith speech or this Francesca if you know I'm making myself available as your plan B like I'm an option just know that
0: I've actually said both speeches so call- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I- you know swallowed the pride put on the clown suit and said you know what leave your put on the clown because that's the only way you can explain it for me at this point that's the only way you can explain it which is i have said it like choose me pick me i've said it my jonga leave this person for me i've said it to me um granted it didn't work out but you know i have said the speech i've said the speech and on the
2: other side where you're the one that needs
0: to decide. Yes, I've only decided once. I decided wrong. I picked wrong. I picked wrong. I just want you to know I picked wrong. Bread. <laughs> I picked wrong. I, I didn't pick right. I wasn't clever here. This when I, I, I. I with me is I've always picked whoever makes my heart flutter the most.
3: I've never. And that will always be bread. I've never picked.
0: The right one. Now that I'm old I'm picking the right one, chum
3: Yo,
0: Kleto. <laughs> I want to get out. Of, I'm in my 30s now. I need to get out of the clown. I need to no more passion, guys. We must pick the right ones.
3: Oh, we get both. No, now. no passion. How? No passion Then what do you do for the rest of your life? No.
4: Really?
3: Mm. No Billy. I <laughs> like. No, I I think that honestly, I think I do I don't think I would have responded to Billy's situation the way she did. That would have been a very different movie. How would he be responded though? Oh, uh, okay, cries for attention, cries for attention, then eh, go cry for attention elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, me too, I, I would have left Cooper. Cry for
0: Not sure about lefty. Not, not <laughs> divorce court, yes, not divorce court, <laughs> but, but. But definitely
3: it would have gotten very messy. <laughs>
0: it would have been Billy, guys, Manito Billy, like. That's but what are I'm, you guys saying
1: that it would have gotten messy with someone other than Brad, or do you
3: think it would have made you kind of? With Brad, if Brad was what? With Brad being as willing and able and available as he was. I think my resolve would have completely faltered and I would have grabbed my old clown suit, dusted it off. <laughs> <and> <laughs> dusted it off. And headed I, on I my very way to the uh, circus.
5: I think it would have been less messy if she'd um, moved on with anyone else that wasn't Brad. I think things just got really, really bad because it was Brad. Um, But if I were her, I would have just found someone else and and maybe... On that route but i think things got super 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 messy because of the history she had with brad and i think cooper wouldn't have been as hurt if it was just like a random or someone else mm-hmm. i, I love how we all say
0: that, say that we would have gone outside i love how
3: we all say we would have gone outside i think the problem with brad and her is that there was no closure that the and relationship was closure when he kicked the out no, no, no. I mean, the relationship ended abruptly. She didn't take a chance to mourn the relationship. She jumped into the next one, and floated oh, away wow. in the cloud of love. And but guys, Cooper also said he.
1: I mean, I wanted to slap him when he said this, but he was just like, um. I mean, about how Francesca makes him feel the way that um Billy feels with Billy with Brad is the way that he feels with Francesca. So I feel like there's something lacking for both of them. They're incompatible. (laughs) But I don't know if it's if it's fair coming
0: from Cooper. The thing is that with Cooper, with Francesca, he felt that he had no competition. With his wife, he felt he had competition. That's what he actually wanted to say: is that it's not the same. It's actually not the same. He said he felt seen. So for him, his trigger, and I think someone said this earlier, was another man wanting. Having access to his mm-hmm. wife?
3: No, it, it was just wanting. he only found out about the having access later. Wanting his wife, like it's. Or having had his wife.
0: Yes, and that's the thing. Like, it's one of those things where you. We, oh, 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 it's, 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 it's like, you know what? You, it wasn't the same with Francesca. He just needed to be seen. He wants to be validated. But he, he
3: was seen. She would literally stand there biting her lip, curving over her own husband. And he didn't see her. He was. There's something,
1: ex- there's something extra that he gets from Francesca because even when his friend arranged for the blonde ex-girlfriend to come to the bar, he was not into it. But with Francesca, he, it's a lot more difficult. I don't know if it's a power dynamic because she's the boss or whatever. But, yeah. I think um, with- the
4: to be quite willing to to see Francesca as when he was now feeling the fire and the marriage. He was just now empty, getting empty and empty.
1: But even before that, because we met at the bar. Yeah, and she invited She was like, "Um, we can go to the whiskey, the whiskey place
4: by my house, or whatever." And he was like, eh. "Oh yeah." The first time. The first time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like he, that wasn't an easy decision for him to make. It was only after the dinner, and we didn't go home, that we really he was like fuck it. But in the beginning, he 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 really had like he just he wasn't clear. He wasn't as clear as he was with the blonde
0: is. So that's, I think also that's also the thing. So it's it's one thing his friend picked up is, in, in terms of he's attracted to alpha woman.
3: Yeah, mm. his attraction
0: is alpha. He's like. And he and his friend picked this up. You want women who are exceptional, but you want to dominate them, which is what he did to his wife.
1: Yeah. But then still be the nice guy. And he yeah. keeps saying, I'm nice, I'm nice. Oh, oh,
4: cool. I think he's a narcissist <laughs> thing, actually. Now that you've summarized it like that, simple Because you're right. Because that's what that's about. But he wants to dominate. But he wants to dominate, he wants to dominate. So he to take some- And he wants to let like, to then appear as the nice guy when he's actually not necessarily in all areas Mm-mm.
1: Mm. and this is what i'm thinking about francesca like i don't want the season two because like all of those characters made me sick but like let's say there is a season two and he's not going to francesca is is he gonna be the guy
4: that she's broken up to be
3: no he's gonna try and tame her
4: and I, I think what's probably gonna happen and i'm looking forward to season two is that they probably gonna have this diversified different marriage where they both are allowed to have their brad and their francesca and they continue their happy married life you
3: think and i think so i don't know No, it sounds like a dream marriage. No, actually,
0: because (laughs) remember when Cooper had he he got the blowjob from um the friend, and she was mortified. She was mortified, but he was mortified even more because she got over it. So boring. So 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 I don't think it's the idea that someone can. He's very possessive in that he may not be. He doesn't want her with anyone else. He doesn't like the idea of her being with anyone else, but he wants her under specific terms
4: of reference.
1: Yeah, look at his behavior, because when he found out about Brad, he started stalking him. And then when his friend made a move on his wife at the party after getting a blowjob from his wife, he then punched his friend.
0: Yes. So he's not like, um, and I think that's also one of the, 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 the interesting parts in that he's... Um, He's exploring a lot of these ideas, but they're not, it's not things he's okay with. He's very, like someone actually said, he's very vanilla. Mm. There's no spice there. There's no choking. Like he didn't even choke his wife. Like who doesn't choke? (laughs) It's a very real thing guys. It's a very, very real thing. It's a very real thing. Anyway, ladies, we've been talking for over an hour and 40 minutes and we're actually going to have to close it. So last points, where are we with season two? do we want to see season two do
5: we want to see t- no no absolutely not I just think I just think it would be such a mess I think um already as things stand like things are quite messy um and I just don't know how much more mess they can bring in season two so oh it's a bit of a no for me um but if they really if they release a season two I'm definitely gonna watch it but like I just wouldn't advocate for it <laughs> I
1: love that I feel like I I didn't know what episode, maybe by episode six, I was done. I was just like, I never want to see Billy again. She makes me so sick. Like I like I hate everyone on this show. So by the end of it, when she ran to Brad's house, I was like, you know what? I hope the show gets canceled. <laughs> because if season two comes, I'm going to have to watch it and they're going to irritate me even more. But um, yeah, I no. Look, if it comes, obviously I'll watch it, but I'm not looking forward to it.
4: I could do with you know those um like how Being Mary Jane ended, where it's like a just a movie. I could do with just a, a movie to replace season two.
3: I think I might watch some of season two because I just like watching train wrecks. <laughs> But, guys, we watched Meredith, Exango Derek, for how many years, guys?
0: Uh, like, I, I, I didn't watch that. I would like to be excused from the notion
2: that we all watched. I did not watch that. I didn't go near it.
3: Oh, my oh God. God. I watched it, and I cried with her. I cried with her. I was like, <laughs> pick me, choose me. <laughs> Another
0: clown. A clown. I, I even even followed it on with a scandal when Kerry was like, earn me, earn me, but I'm going to open up my legs for you later. But, you know, we... Like, Climbing I think
3: one.
2: I'm ready for season two.
3: Ah, wait! Why is Shonda Rhimes always having women begging men? Hey guys, Shonda. Hey guys, Shonda. Let's not talk about this in discussion.
0: Okay. No, that's that's not- another. That's another. That's another podcast. Is in discussion. Different. This is another other podcast. I'm actually looking forward to season two because I think that out of all the shows we've ever watched about marriage dynamics, this was the most raw that we've ever seen it. No one's perfect, everyone has flaws. Yeah. And I think that's what I think that's where TV's going to, where we we talk about like the way she says it, like the fact they were having sex in the car and her nipples were leaking. Like, does that actually happen?
2: Yes. Like, how do you deal like the, the nipples? Like, oh. That's why there are those breast pads, those um little nipple covers. Oh. So that you don't leak everywhere. Those things are also just unnecessarily expensive.
1: Yes. <laughs> wow, that actually yeah. happens. Wow. Yeah, it does. Where you'll I be can't imagine see. that it wouldn't.
2: It you'll be you'll be sitting and you'll think, okay, you know, I've done enough leaking. You know, I've babies fed, I've pumped. You know, I'm ready, I'm good. And then, boom, my like, ten minutes later, you just feel your top and your top is wet and you're damp.
0: Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to have sexy time with I'm all of like-
3: that? Like- Men really like baby. How they do acting? they act today? Yes, it's actually very creepy. oh my, oh my, oh my It's actually very creepy, and yeah, I found it very creepy, but actually
1: like, I just wanna say this actually um with titties like i i I like my titties sucks right, um and I've always wondered like what will happen when it's time for breastfeeding, like will breastfeeding ruin that terrible home? things
3: and terrible, then- terrible things.
1: <laughs> because then and the, i think it was episode one where she's busy fantasizing about brad and she's breastfeeding I thought that was so off
3: and the baby bit her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <was so> <laughs> guys this is what happens guys yeah. i feel so traumatized you guys don't tell us these things we have to see them on tv But guys, when
2: we try and we share these things, people don't take it seriously. Like everyone is always just like, you're being dramatic. It can't be that bad, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that was one of the things that, that it was one of the themes that for me was very consistent is there was a lonely, there was an aspect of loneliness that kind of carried throughout. That Mm. where she was trying to fill these gaps with these memories because she didn't know what was going to fix the whole and I think that's one of the things about becoming a, a mother becoming a parent is that you end up becoming the mother and the wife and you as a person completely disappears. And it's something that um, Biki was was speaking about today on her Instagram, where she was explaining that people are, are so quick to ask about how's the baby, you know, how's your it's husband? Baby. Nobody ever stops to say, how are you? What do you need? Is there anything I can help with? Nobody stops to actually say, this is still a human being. And she, Vicky explained it quite nicely when she said, I want to also be seen. I want people to see me as well instead of just seeing the fact that I'm now a mother and a wife. And it's something that I had to also, even with my own family, I had to remind them like, guys, yes, I'm married. Great. Yes, I'm a mother. Great. But I also still exist. So instead of just saying to me, oh, send me pictures of the child, at least greet me, you know, hi, how are you? It doesn't, you know, it it makes the world of a difference. And that's why I said, like, I think where I resonated with her quite a lot was the loneliness in, especially in for me being a first time mother, that first, like three, three to six week period was so traumatizing for me because there's also the cultural aspect of now you need to go home and you need to sit with your mom and you know, your mom's going to show you all of these things and X, Y, and Z on how to raise your baby. And there was an aspect of loneliness in the sense that my husband was a person that I vented to when I was struggling with something. And now I can't even vent to him because I'm not going to see him that night. So there's, this there's, there's all, there's a lot of like highlighted of issues, even outside of like the sex, there's a lot of issues that this series kind of touched on and that's why I really want to see season two because I'm hoping that they will go further into unpacking all of these things because the whole motherhood and livelihood thing looks great on Instagram it looks fantastic but nobody ever shows you the fact that your bed is undone at 12 o'clock your child has just thrown all their food on the freaking floor because they don't want to eat what you've made and your husband comes home and you haven't even had time to at least, you know, comb your hair and brush your teeth. Like that's what it's like because you get so consumed in making sure that your child is taken care of that you end up neglecting yourself. And it was interesting to see the fact that that one night where she did her makeup, she did like her whole makeup and she got dressed up. And then she was just like, Oh no, I just want to go to dinner because there's there's a certain element of like, okay, if we stay out like late at night, you know, what's going to happen? Like, am I going to feel guilty tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. So there's, there's multiple issues that this, this entire series kind of highlighted, but they didn't deep dive into it. And I'm hoping that we're going to get like a deep dive in season two, where it's not just, just touching on the surface of it.
0: So, um, so when I was looking at the show, I think, I think, thank you, Loretta, for bringing that up. I think she had PTSD if you actually unpack what, she, what, she, why she was, she was angst. She was crying all the time and she was just like, she couldn't control herself. I think a lot of it had to do with PTSD and not besides being a new mom, having two kids close together, having to, she didn't recognize herself. She's like, I, it's not, it's not who I used to be. And it's like, I think, um, Sometimes my mom, uh, mom says this. So a friend of mine even says this. Also, CP says it's like, like, what the hell? I've got two kids. When did this happen? Like, when did this happen? Like, Where do these people come from? I'm like, they're here now. They're here now. <laughs> they're here now. And, and,
1: I'm
3: ready to be a mommy. <laughs> no, I'm not. I always say I'm not I'm ready to be a mommy.
0: And I think that's also one of the things that are quite important. I think I love the fact that, like I said, it was quite raw. And I do look forward to season two. Mess and all, guys, life is not perfect. Life is not linear. We must be happy with mess. We must be happy with mess. Any final thoughts, ladies? We're literally almost at the two-hour mark. Final thoughts. We're about to close it off. I look forward to season two, by the way. I'm so grateful to all of you guys for um joining this recording. And I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And I hope everyone also enjoyed it. The podcast will be up on Monday. So yeah, so thank you for everybody for joining. And it's going to be obviously a two-part special because yeah, and yeah, thank you so much. I'm literally going to just show my video. Thank you ladies for joining. And yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Super, say goodbye.
3: Bye-bye guys. Thank you so much. It was a great conversation. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye. Guys, Bye. I'm actually sad
1: so that we had this conversation yeah, the because it's, I've been thinking about it the whole week.
0: <laughs> like have you got an article? I'll send you the Lerato, please. Sizes. Lerato, please, I'll I'll share it. she sent me a tweet thread. I'll I'll share it with you, friend. I'll share it with you. Okay. The actual one of the Yes, Please, we Lerato, can you please? Please share the statistics of sizes so that we can, uh, yeah, uh, compare and choose measure.
4: Wise. <laughs> choose wisely. No. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. Wise
2: yeah, the time, Yeah, just I'm want to know. Just to out. Out. I'll send it. I'll send it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Thank you so much, ladies. I really, really. Thanks,
2: ladies. Pleasure.
0: All right then.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.